Hey, I'm Kat Lemire from Helix, and you're listening to the TV Times 3 Podcast. We sit glued to the TV set all night. And every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV. Hello and welcome to TV Times 3 episode 209. On this episode we've got some news and we'll be talking about recent episodes of Helix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The Mindy Project, Psych, Castle, and Intelligence. Plus a reality check and some TV on DVD picks. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 209. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com. And this week we have joining us... Kyle Nolan from NoReruns.net. Though I feel like it should have been, I'm Jason, I'm Kyle, and this week we have joining us, <laughs> Like, let's be honest, okay? Um, well, I don't know. Anyway, almost there everybody. for a second. I almost forgot to say anything. It's been so long. Like, I know. Yeah, I, I, haven't heard honest, I know. I felt a pause, and I was like, did he, did he remember? Oh, that's funny. I was kind of like, like come on, Kyle, in. just introduce yourself already. What are you waiting for? <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, so yeah, so hello, happy 2014. Yeah, the uh, first, uh, our first episode back of the new year. First episode back of the new year. The new year, 2014, crazy. Yeah. Uh, but here we are. 2014, and it's the 14th already. Yes, one fourteen fourteen. That's exciting to say, huh? Um. Maybe not. <laughs> no, no, no. It's cold and rainy here, and I hate it. And but also I kind of like it. So let's be honest. Like I do like rain, and I'm glad that it's not two degrees like we had last week or two weeks ago. But still, but still. So how's the Massachusetts weather, Kyle? Uh, it's rainy, uh, not too cold, but it's rainy. So cold and rainy here too. So there's your uh, there's your weather for There's your TV Times three weather update. We've seen, uh, we've seen the killing. We know it's always raining. It's cold and rainy yeah. out. I mean, come on. It's always raining there. Come on. You're in a big, giant white sweater. <laughs> and that's about it. Um, always go for the giant turtleneck. Of course. Of course. It sops up, it sops up more of the rain. It really, <laughs> it really helps exactly. out. When you have a giant sweater, you can, you, it's gross because then it's really heavy when it gets wet. Okay. News. ABC has pulled the assets after two episodes I didn't watch any of them. I didn't either. Like, to be a limited run, though, I just feel like they should have just let it play out. Yeah. I, well, what night was it airing? On, uh, well, it, Tuesdays? No, Wednesdays. Isn't it airing on Wednesdays? No, Thursdays. Yeah, I Thursdays. No That's right. It was airing, I think it was airing Thursdays after they were running. Uh, oh, the Taste. Wasn't the, it on after the, the taste? taste? And then they yeah, were running yeah. this because, uh. Because things like scandal and whatnot weren't going to be back till uh, right till after after February. So yeah, I don't I don't get it. I don't. I mean, part of the reason I think they were doing this was you've got they weren't going to come back with some of their shows, and then they were not going to come back with some of their new shows in February during the Olympics and right. and stuff. So I don't. Uh, I mean, I guess it was getting really really low ratings, but. It also didn't cost them anything because it's a foreign-produced show that they bought on the cheap to air. That to me, if you have an eight-week thing like this and you've you've advertised it some, I think you should just run it for the people that were watching it. 
because I think they are going to run killer women, even though they shouldn't. Or even, <laughs> well, well, or even if you do pull it, just air it on on Saturdays at least, or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't understand. I, I watched the first two episodes. I didn't think it was all that great. It was nowhere near as good as the Americans. Well, but it's, it's not. But it's, I, it's, but, I mean, it's like an I, all least, British cast playing Americans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's only six more weeks. Just, like like you said, why not just dump it on, on like three Saturdays or something? Just air two right. two hours, or even two Saturdays. Or yeah, or like, just, yeah, or just the next six Saturdays. Who knows? It's not like it's not like reruns of. Uh, of you know, Agents of Shield or whatever they you know randomly put on Saturdays and real like versions of a- new versions of Agents of Shield aren't getting the ratings, <laughs> let alone reruns on a Saturday. I mean, come on! Yeah, but they're like you know randomly rerunning episodes of things like that on uh, yeah on Saturdays. It, it just just at least move it there or something. I don't know. That was a uh, that was weird. But I think we spent more time talking about the assets than it actually aired. It's so. true. It's true. So let's move on. Um, FX has officially renewed Justified for a sixth and final season. Um, I'm glad that they're not going to be like, oh, surprise, it's over at the end of season five because that's airing right now. So we'll see what happens as it plays out. Yeah, it's, it's definitely the type of show that deserves knowing it, that they're yeah. going into their final season. Definitely. Because and especially the way these a lot of uh, a lot of the cable shows get shot, you know, sometimes by the time they actually get aired, they've filmed the season already, and so yeah. Which actually about one of our primetime shows, which we haven't gotten there yet. Like Psych season eight is done filming, and I'm pretty sure it's over. But did they film like a finale? Like I don't know. I don't know. I'm really worried about it. Yeah, I wish that was one that they would just announce already. Like just say yeah. Uh, which way they're they're going or or have gone or whatever. Maybe they're again, waiting to see if it, everyone's shows get canceled, <laughs> then they can do it again. Well, who else is in the show besides Maggie? Uh, did the chief leave? Or was, was she signed she's up for something break. else? No, she's just on her Anthony Michael Hall break. Um, sorry, that's off topic. Anyway, news. So FX. And then another show has been renewed for a third, well, uh, next and final season. HBO has renewed uh, the newsroom for a third and final season. Now that one to me is like, would Aaron Sorkin not go gently into the night? Like, did he demand a third season? Because I don't know that there was many people clamoring for a third season. Not that anybody like dislikes the show, but it wasn't one they were like, we need a final season to wrap this all up. Well, especially how, especially considering how they, the type of season that they did and where they left people, yeah, for the most part, or at least the you know the leads. Um, I don't know. I, I guess you know it's. I'll watch another season of it because I just oh, yeah, me too. You know, even though you know not everything is the best, and you know there's definitely problems with it. Uh, I did like what they did with this last season of mm-hmm. adding in a, a new aspect of you know this investigation was was an interesting. A twist on things uh, from what they did in the first season. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. I I just like his writing, uh, even if even if you don't like necessarily what he has all the characters say. The way he has it say it is very is right. always interesting to listen to. So Agreed. the guys, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was that they all just decided they'd do one more or whatever. I mean, the guy's pretty busy. He's doing. He's always writing or rewriting movie scripts. <laughs> It's true, and all kind of stuff uh, on top of that, and uh, 
And, you know, maybe they just didn't have many more ideas on where to go uh, with it. They've also canceled I, uh, Boardwalk Emperor, Empire, which isn't on the list, but that's canceled, too. For for newsroom, maybe he's worried because they're catching up to uh, to modern like real time. time? And, yeah. and you, can, you can't write something new. He's he can only do old stories. But yeah, it'd be interesting to just to catch up to present day, and then and then like everything you're writing is just fictional star- stories, but sort of based on real people or of where you think things might be going or something. Uh, that would be a that'd be interesting. So we'll see what happens with the newsroom. Um, and like I said, Boardwalk Empire's been, well, it was already renewed for a fi- fifth season, but officially that's the final season. I feel like, did we mention Californication's final season at one point on the podcast? Because I was just thinking of final seasons. This upcoming season is their final season, isn't it? Yeah. I, I think we did at some point in time. I think Because I don't remember when it was. It's been so long. Um, so there's that. Netflix has renewed Lillehammer for a third season, has, and, but we don't know when that's premiering yet. Well, they're aren't they playing? The second season is available now. Yeah, the second season yeah. is available now. So, I don't know. I would assume this time next year. <laughs> like, so you have that to look forward to. Um, I've never watched it, but we'll see. And then, in no surprise, because everybody seems to love it, Sundance is bringing back the return for a second season. Well, it had already been picked up yeah. <laughs> abroad, so it was one of those where they'd be stupid not to just. Well, doesn't sci-fi, didn't sci-fi not, what was, no, not sci-fi, it was NBC, Eight. Saving Grace is in like a fourth season. Yeah, there's there's some things that just don't. Uh, uh, oh, that reminds me, did that show with those two people, <laughs> here we go. That show with um, those two people, oh my god, what did happen to that show with those two people? <laughs> I meant, um, I meant the girl that was in Felicity and ruined, and broke up Ben and Felicity, Avery, and Louis Fer- Ferreira. Or, uh, what was it called? It was a Canadian show. Lauren Holly oh. was the medical examiner. Oh, it was over the summer. Not cracked. Uh, the 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 uh, saving hope. No, the no. one that the one that they were doing the investigation where you saw it from the. Yes, Joey McIntyre was in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't I don't that remember. Up? What? I thought that was picked up, wasn't it? Well, I know Canada's. It's a huge hit in Canada, but I don't know if the ABC is. I... I think it might be back this summer on ABC. I think it did okay. Uh, but uh, I'm totally blanking on the name of it. I know. I, can, I'm, I just Googled Lauren Holly. Motive? Um, was yes. it Motive? Yes. Motive. That yes. was it. Because yeah. that's where the whole thing was them trying to you, – you, you would see what would happen, and then it would play backwards until you saw what the motive was. Right, right. And they did a very – this is not on any topic, but they did a very good job of – I never really knew how they were going to get from point A to point B. So I liked it. I'm, it was a good summer show for me. I'm glad that it'll be on, if we assume it's going to be on. Yeah, I, I, I didn't watch all of them, but I like I like anything that takes you know, something that you know and does a twist on how the story is told. You know, the way that they would you know, show the flashbacks and, and uh, you know, from different perspectives and stuff like that as they were going through the, the case. And it also alleviated that bringing on somebody like Joey McIntyre you know, or something or, or right. some, or some known person. And you knew that they were going to be <laughs> yes. were going to be the killer. They just said here, Joey McIntyre was the victim. Yeah. We're, the or, victim. But, but you know, they bring on these people and you knew that they were going to be involved in the, you know, because that's why you bring on the guest stars yeah. and then they would, but here they would just show you 
right at the beginning, and then you would work work backwards to see to what confirm. led up, to what led up to that. And so I I thought it was an interesting way to do a you know a procedural. It's it was picked up in October. So anyway, okay, it'll be back. Uh, that's not news. It was back in October. Um, so that's our news. Do we have anything else? Fargo has a season premiere date or a series premiere date, um, April 15th. I'm very excited about it because A, I love the movie, B, I love Noah Hawley, and C, I just love FX. So to have them all together, that's a very good idea. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably watch it, but I'm, I, I was never a fan of the, of the movie. Like I've watched it twice and I don't get it. (laughs) It's just, it's just one of those that is, there's some interesting things about it and stuff like that, but overall I don't get the... Like this is the uh, such a great movie thing with that movie. All I remember is a wood chipper or something. <laughs> yeah. That's I haven't seen that movie. Since, I think probably saw it in the theater, but I haven't seen it since. Hmm. So we'll see. Well, it's definitely um, one of the movies that I saw at a theater and came home was like, what? what? I don't. Mm. Why is this getting so much? You know, like it was there's so much buzz around this thing. And then, so it was like later on when it like came out on DVD or something. I like got it again. Like it's like okay, I, I, and I watched it again. No, nope. this just just uh, one of those uh, one of those movies that uh, I'm the outlier apparently on the. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah, so that's our news. Um, moving on to prime time, starting with Helix. Season one, episode one, pilot, and episode two, vector. Um, guys, I don't understand the love for this show at all. At all. Like, I watched it, and I was like, what? I had to rewind, like, 17 times. I, I like Billy Campbell, but I just wasn't invested. I don't care about which lady he ends up with. I mean, maybe he's not going to end up with the one that got black goo in her mouth, but... I, <laughs> I just and then there was monkeys. I did like the 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 vet lady. She was cool, but I just you I felt uh, you confused, you lost, not interested. Many things. Well, I think I think on some level you are still supposed to be a little confused at this time, because because basically everybody has some sort of secret going on, and you're not quite sure like who's doing what and for what reason. Sure. Uh, and so there is a little bit of that. I mean, you have the military guy that's in league with the guy that runs the place, but you're not sure like who exactly they're working for. And uh and then you have, you know, the guy that's running the place and you're not exactly sure. I mean, you are sure that he's behind uh whatever's going on cuz, you know, it opens with him going, "What's that? It's progress." Uh so and then there's you know something a little uh, weird about him too. So, uh, what those glowing eyes? That's weird. <laughs> eh, you know, <laughs> and and, uh, and you know then you have like the you know the young doctor who's you know got the crush on Billy Campbell's character. Uh, you know, and, and then you know there's something going on with her too. And uh, then you have the the security guy who's definitely you know he's been adopted by. The guy running the facility. So they have, you know, there's a bunch of different things going on that you you know that leave you with lots of questions. But to me, it wasn't totally in a spot where I was just like, it's playing out in a format of you know, of each episode being a day. That 
I think you're going to get little they're you know they're going to find stuff out and uh and I I don't know I kind of find it interesting if where will they be you know in a couple weeks you know when the season comes to an end uh I don't know I'm not a huge like sort of horror film you know type of uh type of guy but this one has enough sort of like the thriller aspect and the you know the mystery aspect stuff going on that uh, and it's it's not total horror or whatever, but I don't know. I was uh, I I definitely really liked it. I was, but it was a show that I was worried going in for two reasons. One, after having been on the set uh, and seeing how big and how much sci-fi is put behind it, very similar to what they did with Defiance, you were I was like, man, this better be good you know, type of, type of thing. Cause, uh, cause I, I, I look back at things like, like shows like Eureka and other shows that they've done, they came, they, they came out much smaller. And then once they were a hit, they got bigger set pieces and more stuff built and, you know, stuff like that for, you know, second and third seasons and stuff. And mm-hmm. lately with a couple of these shows, sci-fi has gone big, like from the get go. Yeah. And, uh, and so I was worried from two aspects. One, I'm not a big horror fan. And two, this is really big. Is it going to be, is it going to live up to sort of this hype? And I think it, I think it does. The weird thing about that, where it's such a big investment, this is only like a one season story. Cause they already said like future seasons would be also self-contained and would take place someplace else, mm. like a whole different story. So it's weird that they're investing so much in these sets and things just for a single season like i don't know how they continue on like do these scientists go and investigate something else but uh like what you were saying before like the horror genre i was surprised at how gruesome the show was right from the start like i wasn't expecting it to be so graphic but i really enjoyed it overall like i thought the thriller aspects were great i love the use of the music like the <laughs> the happy music to that offset is, like the horror that's going on yes yeah, it, it feels like you're watching like a like a 1970s family drama all of a sudden or something yeah. you know with like, the, with like the, do you know the way to san jose playing in the background <laughs> or something and uh that added to like the creepy factor to it <laughs> but i thought they did a really good job like with the the stuff in the vents like the chasing around it was like tense and then just like every like day ended with this big cliffhanger like to make you want to wonder what what's going on and what's up next like i do i like i at the very beginning i thought it was a little slow but then i was sold like about halfway through that first episode like i i really enjoyed it yeah kind of once they you know, they sort of do the, you know, they start you back a couple of days and they run through a few things that introduce you to a bunch of characters really quick and then kind of jump into the the first day. And then the second episode got you into the second day. And once you're there, I think it was a very good idea to play two episodes in a row uh, to, to start you off. Um, the and But the, the other thing, the other reason that I'm, you know, sort of on board with this is is having seen the third episode... I, it keeps that momentum going, and that was what happened with uh, for me with Defiance. Is the opening two episodes were good, and then it like just took a drop off for in the third episode uh, to where it wasn't all that interesting, and it took a while for that show to build itself back up. And so I was 
I was happy to see that not only was the opening premiere episodes good, but it it kept that same each day, uh, you know, seeing the third day momentum going. Uh, that I'm I'm definitely on board to see what you know what's going on, who they're working for, what the deal is with this, and uh, I was happy that it turned out to to be good. I have no interest in watching a third episode, and I will not be. Like I just. <laughs> Couldn't. I did watch the third episode, and I, I agree with you, Jason. I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it continues to be great. So, yeah. so, so in this case, Amory is the outlier. Yeah, I'm the outlier here. So that's Helix, and we'll see what happens with that one. Next up, Golden well, Globes. We'll see what happens. Apparently, yeah, you'll you see what happens. I will. I'll check in later. Uh, third, third season. Golden Globe winning comedy series Brooklyn Nine Nine, season one, episode twelve, The Pontiac Bandit. I love this show. But y'all, you forgot that it's starring Golden Globe winner. Starring Golden Globe winner Andy Samberg. I love this show. Same here. (laughs) It's my favorite new comedy of last year. When I watched the pilot, it was like, I don't know. Like I didn't know if I liked it. I didn't even know if I liked it. And then I watched it again, and then. I realized, like, at the end of the pilot, these characters and these actors, they already gelled. They were already an established ensemble that worked so well together that every episode has just gotten so good. And, like, everything's funny. And they're great together. And they can still be, like, emotional together. I just love it. Yeah, I especially liked in this episode we got to see Diaz and, um, and Jake work together, which I don't think we've seen them before partnered up at but least also, not this much like they've helped each other in cases i'd imagine but not like as true partners on a case before yeah so it, i mean it was nice to see that and then just yeah. all the hilarity around Boyle me and back and oh them God. all trying to do their best to please him that that dinner scene that lunch scene he just had me die oh my god <laughs> so bad oh yeah. oh my god yeah it's, it's it's definitely one of my favorite new comedies of the of the season, probably right there up there on top and I think it it keeps getting better and better. I've seen, you know, the occasional article and stuff like that about how that it's it's really good, but it's, you know, it's not quite there yet and I'm like, "What are you watching?" I, yeah, I it's got better every week. It's like, <laughs> "What exactly are you are you missing from the from the episodes?" Uh I I laugh at a bunch of stuff. Uh they've They've done a a really good job with you know continuing to give you more and more about these these characters like like learning how really how close like Diaz and Peralta are yeah like uh, that they they have like a thing that they could say to each other that you know that they would back the other one up a hundred percent you know type of thing and then a great guest star stint. <laughs> for with, with oh, this with one, Dr. Craig Robinson was that that was a really a really good use. What was his name? <laughs> the the character's name? Yeah, it was funny Act Bandit. No, yeah. no, it was something <laughs> absurd. Like it was just the stupidest name. Yeah, I I don't remember. I don't remember what his name was, so but it was funny. everything uh, about it all the way to the uh, you know to the end with him driving away. It was yeah. <laughs> The, the just everything about the episode, and then, uh, but then tonight's episode is is really. I didn't great watch too. tonight. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. Doug Judy, 
name was Doug Judy. (laughs) (laughs) But see, I have no doubt that tonight's episode is going to be awesome because it is just great. Just great. (sighs) Yeah. People, why aren't you watching it? This one revolves around the bet that they've had in the background of, of, you know, who ends up winning and, and, uh, and so they have a lot of fun with that. And I, yeah, I'm just really enjoying each episode. I look, I look forward to it so much so that if if Fox puts one out early, I watch it like yeah. almost as soon as I get the email. It's just beautiful, and I love it. I just can't stop saying how much I love it. Yeah, um, I'm just I'm just hoping the Golden Globe wins yeah, help yeah. this get a second plus season the, somehow. Plus the Super Bowl. Yeah, even um, though I could. Oh, it has the Super Bowl. Well, it's, it's got yeah, the... new girl and no, it has the post Super Bowl. It's new girl yeah, and Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, it's, it's got the post Super, you know, post post Super Bowl. <laughs> Instead of doing like an hour of something, they're doing two comedies, you know. And so, it, I hopefully it'll get a little bit, maybe a little bit of a watch there. Maybe the Golden Globe win will be, even though yeah. I could care less about the Golden Globes and and of all the awards, they're probably the kind of the most meaningless. But oh sure, uh, <laughs> but but the it, average viewer doesn't know. But that. they get but they give some stature to, you know, since. They all show up, you know, and they accept the awards, and they're really happy to get them and stuff. So, hopefully, that'll be enough to get another season. Because uh, I'd like to, yeah. I'd like to see, uh, you know, this one continue. And it's, and I would like to see, maybe like some other recent shows that maybe, you know, people continue to hear about it, and you know, maybe they catch up with it over the summer or something, or right. Or, or something like that, and and are able to, you know, and maybe it does pick up some uh, audience in the second season. Well, we'll it, it's hope. definitely it's definitely in that category right now of, you know, of things like, uh, you know, uh, communities or Parks and Rec or things like that that are like you'd put them, you know, at different times throughout their history, you'd put them up towards the top of favorite comedies, but yet nobody's watching them. Mm-hmm. Well, no Nielsen families are yeah. watching. Right. I yeah. still contend. There are no Nielsen families in the world. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, or like a Happy Endings or or any, yeah. uh, you know, or even Raising Hope, you know, is a show that I would have have put at the top, you know, in the top ten comedies over the last, you know, two, three years. and yeah. But yet they keep just squeaking by into new seasons. So Brooklyn Nine Nine, your duty is to watch it, get caught up. You will like it, guys. Even Ray likes it. <laughs> There's a ringing endorsement right I'm there. I'm just putting it out there. Ray it, watches nothing. And it's she made loves her Brooklyn limited Nine-Nine. list of uh, of shows. Shout out to Ray. Um, so that's Brooklyn Nine Nine, the Mindy Project. Okay, the Mindy Project, season two, episode twelve. Danny Castellano is my personal trainer. Okay, I like the Mindy Project. I like it perfectly enough. I don't understand how the world has suddenly decided, well, maybe not the world, but like BuzzFeed and like other things have decided that it's like the funniest comedy on TV. It's good. I think the addition of Adam Pally was a bad decision. Um, I just, and I like the Danny and and Mindy stuff. Well, that's the thing is right now on the show is anytime they figure out a way to put those two together, it's comedy gold. Who, Danny and Mindy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. They're they, so funny. They play off of each other so well that that anytime they can – so, like, this episode <laughs> put them together as 
her I I always have the, a little bit of a problem with the episode that revolves around somebody starting to exercise because they're going on a weekend getaway in like a week. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like really you're you're not going to do anything. Uh you need you know if you're really trying to get in some sort of shape or something like that you you need a, a few weeks uh, right. before your getaway. Uh but but barring that the the scenes that they end up with the uh, the scene in the steam room was one of the funniest, funniest things I've seen in a while. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Just yeah. the the whole physical nature of the comedy and ev- and everything that happens is is uh, that was that was hilarious. But yeah, anytime they put them together, uh, I think it it works really well. I don't think yeah, I don't think the ad- the addition of Adam Pally has worked all that well. Um, Mostly no, because it was already too large of a cast with yeah. with people on it that I didn't particularly care about. Well, see, uh, I liked um, her, her, like, what's her name? Not Beth Grant, who I love whenever she does anything, but the other one, the mousy one. I liked her, and she's been sidelined because they're focusing on uh, Adam Pally's character and the new, what's her name, that's dating Ray Ron. Like, they don't know how to shake, they don't have their their cast, their ensemble shaken out enough. Like you can't keep adding and deleting people. Like you have to work with what you have at some point and they just don't. And yes, the Danny and Mindy stuff is really funny and they're really good together. And I will enjoy watching it as long as it's on, but I, you can't survive with just two strong leads and weak other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. To me, it just, it, all that stuff with them always seems to work. And then the other parts of the episode or, you know, they just, you know, kind of fall flat uh, most of the time. Yeah. And, and I don't see where people keep talking about, like it's, it's finally found itself or it's, you know, it's a, and I'm like, it's finally found part of itself. I think. Right. Exactly. uh, Where the sort of the romantic comedy aspect angle between those two leads i think is a great thing to they could play with for for you know for seasons you know for multiple seasons but they've you know because they've sidelined you know the jeremy character at times who was like one of the leads in the previous season right right and and you're just not quite sure and then they bring on you know some of these guest stars that almost become like recurring characters. They're not just on for like an episode. They're on. I really miss Casey. Where they become, uh, you know, like, you know, another person that they have to add in story wise for you know weeks at a time. They write the guest stars better than they write their characters. <laughs> like the? I thought Casey, I thought Durs was awesome, and I thought they wrote for Durs until they decided to write him off, like so well. But then everybody else <laughs> suffered. Not wrote him off so well. <laughs> they right. wrote him off horribly. They wrote <laughs> but, him off horribly. But yeah, yeah, like you said, they bring these people on. Like Adam Pally, all of a sudden he's on like as a guest star, but now he's on like as a regular. Like, and he's playing pretty much the same character except he's straight. Like otherwise, he's pretty much the same character from. Which from, I would argue uh, with because I loved Max and I can't stand this guy. I don't know but, what it is. But. What you were saying before, you don't understand how people find this the most funny. Like, to me, this is, like, usually a mediocre show. This episode just happened to be comedy gold to me with, like, yeah. the physical the physical yeah, comedy, the comedy in, the, 
in the shower and then all the the training montage and the stuff he was saying like oh the, uh, michael fassbender's trapped in a well and like all this yeah. like weird I stuff i also love the change into your workout clothes and she's like no i am like these <laughs> these seek what did she say these rhinestones like block sweat or something like just the way that the, he puts up with her even though he clearly can't stand putting up with her when she says things like that that is funny to me so if they then, could have like all Danny and Mindy, I'd be fine. Yes, and you wonder how is she a doctor <laughs> at so many <laughs> scenes when all she talks about is like the red carpet people and the whatever the other thing, uh, the red carpet dresses and celebrity murders or whatever it was. Oh my god! I just yeah, it's yeah. It's... I enjoy it, and I think everybody should watch it. I think more people should watch it. I just don't think that I'm not going to go out on a limb and say it's the best show on TV just to get them watching because I don't think it is. Yeah, and and also that that doesn't actually help because if somebody does go and tune in and it especially if they tune in for one of the more mediocre episodes, right, right, then uh, you know you haven't really helped the show out at all, right. But I think it's you know I think it continues to be worth watching because I. I mean, I like Mindy Kaling and I like her take on things and I like mm-hmm. how she delivers, you know, her lines and stuff like that. And so I've always enjoyed that. I think this season on the have they found their way, I think they've found and and have done more with something that works with her, you know, putting, you know, uh, Danny and Mindy together uh, more often. Uh, but overall has the sh- has the show found sort of like a unified voice or anything no it's still sort of all over the place right yeah so that's mindy moving on uh psych psych season eight episode one lock stock some barrels and burton guster's gobble of fire um i need my potions <laughs> when, I, <laughs> when i watched these episodes this was the second episode I thought the first episode wasn't great. So I'm really glad that this aired as the season premiere because I think it was hysterical. I think it worked well as a, as a season premiere. Also based on that we've had a bunch of shows start out in England this year uh, as their season premieres. Right. Um, so it sort of really fit, you know, sort of like the season long uh, uh, mold. But I, I just love, I just love the episode for, uh, the ending when they're sitting in the bar and he was like, you know, we came here and we basically been in a giant warehouse and, and this pub, we could have been in British Columbia for all, you know, (laughs) (laughs) know? which is, which is really funny uh, considering they filmed the show up in British Columbia. Yeah. I I just loved all of the British jokes and humor that, the Deirdre stuff had me oh dying my God, every time. <laughs> Just trying to Dabo. pronounce that name. <laughs> but, like, I, 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 it had me wondering, like, are British people going to watch this episode and feel so insulted? <laughs> or are they just going to die laughing? Like, I mean, with Vinny Jones, like, be, having Vinny Jones as your, like, guy and, you know, Carrie Ellis and all these people that everybody, like, the london londoners or or, you know british people know are like funny guys or can do great stuff i don't think they'd be insulted i uh, i just love vinnie jones i think he's ridiculous and amazing and i love um olivia dabo i love it i love it i love it so much you guys i can't even deal with it 
<laughs> I'm going to be so devastated. I mean, I'm I'm mentally prepared, but I'm still going to be so upset when Psych is gone. Yeah, but at least we have, you know, we do have a good number of seasons because there was a time, you know, in that first season where the idea that it would become like one of their biggest shows and and make eight seasons was sort of a ridiculous thought. Right. I to be in an eighth season, sure they you know they only just got to a hundred episodes where everybody else like in, in five seasons get there. To be in an eighth season and to be making episodes like this where I can be like, oh my god, I think it might have been my top ten. Like <laughs> my top ten episodes of Psych changes all the time because all of them are so strong that it's like I just can't fathom a show that that's quality. That quality of a show should not be gone. It should never be gone. There's always a thing of going out on a high, you know, type of thing. But yet, if if you haven't started to stumble at all, <laughs> like, if you still got good ideas. Uh, although, I think, based on what I've seen of, like, the advertising for it and, like, all the – some of the guest stars that they've got coming uh, for this season, it definitely kind of – has that feel that it this is the final season and that they yeah they're getting it. people they always wanted and they, they yeah because yeah. they've got a you know they've they've got some people that you know I've heard them mention in interviews and stuff like that that they've been trying to get on for years and uh, yeah. and so that makes it seem you know more likely that it may go out uh, this may be the final season but I would be disappointed because it is, uh, you know, it's one of my favorite shows from last, you know, last year. Uh, it's, yeah. it's still one of my favorite shows. I mean, just, I mean, I just love that they, the way they play with stuff where, you know, like Gus spends his whole time in, in a Harry Potter wizard outfit for like the whole episode. And nobody really, <laughs> nobody comments, nobody cares. It's just a thing that's happening. Love it. But Love it. The, the one thing, like you said, this was a second episode. The one thing that I found odd that I couldn't, like, I didn't remember what happened to different, like, I didn't remember that Lassiter had been, like, demoted or that the, the captain was gone because she was still in the opening credits. So, like, well, she's I don't know gone. if that's because. Like, so that's I, I that's why I didn't know. Well, because he says at the beginning, like our new captain did this. Our new captain gave us this assignment or something. Well, like that. Well, yeah, because she's she's on administrative leave because of whatever happened in the finale. So, Lassiter and then Lassiter was demoted. Anthony Michael Hall is the head, uh, is the new captain, and the captain like Kirsten Nelson will be back. She's not gone. She's just on a leave and. Yeah, so because the, the end of the season, things didn't go well for anybody, and well, the nerd came in. That's always for me. That's always a problem with uh, some of the cable shows. Yeah, because they run, a, you know, a tight, you know, number of episodes. Or in in the case of like something like Psych, might do sixteen, but play them in like groups of eight or something like that at yeah. different times. Is that you end up with these long periods of time between where a series ended and a series began and yeah. you and you you forget even like something plus you like, have a musical in the middle of it that's not canon like the musical is supposed yeah. to air before lassie's wedding yeah yeah the yeah the musical is, is is definitely something that would would show up in like the first half of last season episode wise yeah uh, and and so you, you have some different things with with like that you know something like justified that just came back you kind of have to it takes you like a couple episodes to remember you know like where where people were you know some of the things that happened in the last season and 
and uh, where they're going now, because there's such a huge, a huge gap from where things left off to where they they start back up again. Yeah. You know your your normal show runs twenty two to you know twenty five episodes over the course of you know thirty what five thirty eight weeks uh, from September to May. And then, you know, you have a few weeks off in the summer and then it comes back again. It's not a, it's not that long a period of time, but here you have, you know, you get a show that, you know, it starts up in I I don't even remember the last time, like it was back all the way in the summer, wasn't it? That it finished airing before Comic-Con. Yeah. yeah. So it's been yeah. for like actual episodes or where things have uh, happened, you know, you're talking like six months. That's a long period of time to uh, you have, you need to like go back and find the finale episodes and stuff like that from previous seasons to because yeah it was, I was in the same place it was like oh yeah that's right you know like when you see him call Lasseter you're like oh yeah that's right he's got they all there was a, there was a big shakeup at the end of last season yeah I don't know I just I mean I love the show I do I really do I just. I don't know. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. I don't even want to think about it. You're Come so on. happy at how how happy the episode makes you, but yeah. then followed and by the the sour aftertaste of, of knowing that it's likely going to end yeah. in What's a few weeks. Yeah, left the show before, um, like, the end. So it's not even like she left the show for back in the game, and I don't even think she's going to be in the final episodes. Okay? I'm just really worried about it. <laughs> so let's pretend not to think about it anymore. Let's move on and just tell you to keep watching Psych. Yes, that's right. Just keep watching. And uh, I don't know. You know, if the there's always maybe they haven't said anything because maybe there's the possibility that they could come back and uh, do some more if the ratings continue to hold up. So that's Psych. Psych. Castle, season six, episode 12, deep cover. Thoughts? Uh, to me, like this felt like the last one the father was in. It felt almost like edited down like stuff seemed to happen too quickly and like it felt like pieces were missing like all of a sudden they were at the library and then or and then like this other person showed up like they seemed to figure things out too quickly just to to get the story done well some of it was basically the father had figured things out off screen you know type of thing like yeah, well, they were doing. The, yeah. You were seeing their investigation. You weren't really seeing. You were just seeing the occasional thing, like he got caught on camera here, or you know, you extrapolated back and figured that he was the one that had moved the body and and called nine one one. So there was once that he finally gives him some of their own, you know, some information back the other direction. Uh, I I just like I like that you know Kate was finally let in on uh, yeah on on Castle's father and, and his past. and uh... But she seemed to accept it way too quickly and easily. Like, there would have been more... I, I think she would have complained more about it. That she seemed... Like, it was, like, one argument, and then next scene she's, like, happy to help. Oh, no, we're going to go do that. Well, she was... Well, she was still sort of, you know, giving Castle a hard time. And, well, maybe we've been, you know... You know, nothing's happening because it was... It was after five o'clock, and, and the the little things though in the show like this that bother me are you've left your spy father who has gotten shot at your place with your mother, 
Right. And then your mother calls and you're like, mom, not now. Yeah. And you keep hanging yeah. up before you even answer. I was like, why would it not be, why would it not come across as my mom's not just calling to bother me? She might have some news or something might be up with my dad. Uh, th <laughs> those little things like, like bother me. Cause like on a normal case or something like that, it would make sense for him to be like, you know, and maybe, you know, his mother have something that he really needs to know, but him to be like, you know, hanging up on her. Cause he's like, you know, I don't want to deal with my mom right now, but in this case, it didn't make any sense. It was, yeah. it was well, well, like similarly at the end when he's like, Oh, go get Kate. It's like, no, you don't leave him alone with the body. You know, he's going to be gone when you come back. Like, have you seen, you write these stories. You should know this. I don't know. Castle's always like hit or miss for me. It's a show I watch. It's not a show I race to watch. I'll get caught up if I know I need to talk about it. And they like they do episodes like last week's episode, which had me bawling. And then they do episodes like this, and I'm like, see, you can be really quality. And then you narrow it down. You don't give us enough information. You don't. I don't know. It just. It almost seemed like uh, it almost seemed like it w it needed to be like <coughs> a two parter or something like that, kind of. Or, or yeah, something where you get it, yeah. uh, more into, you know, like it takes a little longer to get into the case before they, you know, get a glimpse of him or or before Kate remembers where she's, you know, seen the guy before, or, uh, you know, that type of stuff. Uh, but, but I did like the the stuff like of him calling Castle and saying, now don't freak out, something's about to happen. <laughs> and then he walks out. Uh, but then also the stuff with Castle where he's always the one to throw out the big, huge, you know, like conspiracy theory. <laughs> but then in this case, he's like, I don't think we really have enough to speculate, do we? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it's kind of funny to put, put him on the, uh, trying to like shy away from like the big conspiracy theories because he knew it was actually some big conspiracy was out there. Yes. I mean, yes. I, I enjoyed the episode. I, I liked, you know, having him, uh, you know, his, his father back as, you know, the super spy type of thing. And, uh, and, but like I said, I liked that Kate was finally let in on, uh, on that. And, uh, and then, you know, just the, uh, and the other stuff that was fun though, was them trying to plan their wedding. Uh, and the little, like, uh, the, the little moments where, where Kate sort of, her more feminine like aspects, you know, come out with her, you know, happiness of, of having, you know, getting a September wedding and uh, these little moments like that were, were pretty good too. Do you think September will be May or September will be actual September? Like, is it going to be the season finale or the season premiere? I'm thinking more like it's going to be, uh, you're going to get both uh, the introduction of his new book and, <laughs> Uh, and, yes. and 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 a, and a wedding in the in the premiere or or in September there I think is 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 definitely what they're foreshadowing. Uh, but I'm sure so that I'm sure that something. Know. I'm sure there'll be some sort of cliffhangery ending to this season that'll put things in a, you know, in some sort of way that you're not sh you're you're not supposed to be sure like where how things are going to work out for them. Is the wedding gonna actually happen? Yeah. And then they'll and then <laughs> yeah. they'll get and then something will happen and holy crap, are you really just she's pounding on the keyboard? She's typing, out, she's typing out his new book. 
Wait, what happened? Uh, that was. Was that really loud? That was. That was really, so really loud. loud. And fast. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't even near the microphone. Uh, but you're. I keep... was typing a work email and I was aggressive about it because I was angry because someone was supposed to give me pricing by close of business, you and it's definitely... now two hours after close don't, of business. Don't type angry. Don't type angry. <laughs> Gonna break my computer. Oh, I was wondering man. what you guys are talking about. Yes, I'm typing Castle's new book. <laughs> that was. A... That's what happened. Oh man. I had a stroke of genius, and I was like, I gotta do this. I gotta type Castle's book. <laughs> um, so that's Castle. But the next thing is a graphic novel. You should have been drawing. Oh my god, I am not a good drawer. I'm not be that would not turn out well for people who are interested. Um, what is that stick figure? <laughs> that's castle what is that stick figure that's kate i mean obviously um okay bump, bump. so that's my that's my graphic novel anyway intelligence season one episode two red axe boy there's burning through plot aren't they yeah well, it was uh i this is one of those shows that i i like the you know i like the pilot i was interested to see more and you know, finally now this week <laughs> had got a chance to see. Finally the, the, now the this week, episode. that's days later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we got it in like June or May. <laughs> yeah, uh, hashtag TV blogger problems. Hashtag TV blogger problems. Yeah, sadly, I had seen the I'd seen the pilot back in June. Uh, now everybody would cry for me that it took me six months before I got to see Don't the second cry episode. For me, Argentina. Anyway, but uh, but you know, so looking forward to seeing you know more. Where are they? Where are they going to go with some of the things that they set up? Yeah. And then like just a little bit into the episode, you're like, really? Are they the whole plot with uh, you know, his wife? Uh, are they just you know, they're just after all that stuff in the pilot, they're just throwing it under the rug here it he wasn't well they gotta get him and the bodyguard making eyes at each other so that they well they have him you know so no but like that they completely push it aside like oh they're they're just gonna save this for maybe it'll pop up again later and then five minutes later it pops up (laughs) and they're and she's involved with the next thing you know the next big thing that they're investigating and and then by the end of the episode they've done away with her yeah, but not r- really. Like, it looked like she's really alive, and Mark there was ripping up the evidence that she was really alive. Well, well, that somehow she magically got out of that building seconds before it blew up, and well, I don't got know that I don't know that that was what that was. That was that you know she was in trouble and and had left clues herself to hopefully have Gabriel be able to figure a way out or something, but. It just played in one of those things that, like, she tackles him through the window and it explodes pretty quickly after that. And the only other way, like, if she was actually the bomb, you know, uh, there's there's no way way that she could be. (laughs) uh, If somebody else was the bomb, could she still be alive? Could she have gotten, somehow gotten out after the explosion? Because uh, she, didn't, I took, she didn't run I, after them and jump into the water with them. Uh, right. See, I took it as somehow she escaped, and then she made it to the hospital and had that kid send some message back saying like that she was alive at the hospital. But then Marg took that and and ripped it up. I really like that you're calling her Marg. I don't know her real character. I don't know her character's name either. <laughs> no, but, but, like that. No, but like, that was that was all set up beforehand. That was that she she was 
uh, investigating, and she, I think she had figured out that uh, maybe the wife really was stuck and was trying to get out uh, and had left the clues so that they would be able to be found at the, uh, you know, so that they could stop what was possibly stop what was going to happen, but that ultimately it didn't work out. And, and whether she's going to ever tell him that information or, or whatnot. Uh, but it also put, you know, a little bit of a, they had sort of buddied up pretty quickly by the end of the first episode uh, that, you know, her saving him and, but yet his wife dies sort of puts a little bit of, some, you know, distance between them uh, possibly. Uh, but it also, you look at the advertisement for the third episode and they're jumping right into the, the other thing that they set up in the, the the first episode, which is the you know the Chinese agent that got that you know that got a chip and woke up at the end of the see that's the, the stuff the that I want that's the stuff that I want to see I I couldn't care less about the whole wife plot line I'm glad I'm hoping that she's really dead and that's over it because I didn't <laughs> care about that plot I want to see these two like like the two warring uh, cyber people there like go at each other and like like. You know how you see in every movie, like they're they're like one of them jumps out of the plane just as the other one's there, and like ah, I gotcha, and like she <laughs> flies off. Like the two, the battle I've between. I've seen Anna on uh, Alias. Yes. Anna Espinosa was always right there. So that's what I want to see. I want to see those two going at it, like as battling superpowers. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't care about the life. I'm, I'm hoping that that is over with, but. We'll see what happens. We'll see. So, yeah, so maybe there'll be a whole new story after. Maybe the Chinese agent will already, like, suffer something in next week's episode, and there'll be an even new story in the fourth week, and <laughs> it'll just keep going. Um, yeah, so that's intelligence. But, yeah, definitely, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm still on board. I was just a little, I was surprised that they, like, did away with it and then brought it yeah. right back and then completely did away with it right there in the second episode uh, with the, the sort of wife storyline. Cause that seemed to be what they were. I mean, it, it, while it's a, you know, it's an off screen death. Uh, it definitely seemed to take place in such a way that there was no way that she could have gotten out of there, especially if she was actually the bomb. Right. And, and secondly, that he's going through the, his virtual evidence wall and, and deleting people, and the last thing he deletes, sort of off the screen, is uh, you know the the picture of his wife. And so, I'm hoping, yeah, that they have sort of uh, done away with that. Uh, although it was very weird to you know, sort of set something like that up and not and not drag it out for a half a season or something before it popped back up. Right. Yeah. So intelligent. So yeah. So you get the the you know. We'll see how the the Chinese side of things is going to uh, to play out here because this is definitely this is definitely not something that they're going to be able to get away with. This seems like something that'll keep popping up over and over where they'll be going after the sa- similar things. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm interested to see what exactly the differences is in her chip as compared to his chip uh, because. You know, it seems that they set up in the pilot that while it's sort of uh, an advancement, like he had been working on other things, but that there was also some sort of a flaw uh, in it that it didn't exactly work 
uh, correctly, even though it was sort of a, you know, a leap forward a little bit technology. So I'm interested to see how that plays out uh, with him, him having had it, had one for a while and one that works and then having somebody that maybe has a better one, but also has a flaw and how they can, you know, how they'll be going at each other, how that'll play out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think there's so far there's enough there that uh, uh, did anybody see the the overnight ratings or how it did? Oh, it's good. plummeted. Yeah, it's yeah, it it's awful. Really? It, it like uh, up against up against Blacklist and Castle and on a normal time slot. Uh, and Blacklist was down too. Yeah. Well, but, the, uh, I, some some of those things uh, you get a, a down. Just because it's been so long since the last episode, that, plus the voice wasn't on, and the voice wasn't on before it, but but you, it'll be interesting to see like what it do, what the blacklist does next week because you get a week for people to go, oh, there's new, they're they're back, you know, right. they, or they hear about that episodes are back and they go back and maybe catch up and uh, watch Guys, the next episode. Uh, so I just got alerted. But that's this interesting. Unrelated that, to intelligence, it's related to psych. Um, I just heard, and I just saw it posted, because whatever his name is on Twitter, just said that the Season 8 DVD is officially being sold on April 1st. But I was reading what's included. <laughs> this really just made me sad. Because one of the things included is something called, I know, you know, that I'm no good with goodbyes, a psych farewell. That's one of the special features. <laughs> That's one of the special features on the Season 8 DVD available April 1st. So maybe they should announce it's the final season. Well, maybe maybe since it's they're announcing April first, maybe there's it's just a joke. And maybe since maybe. they're not good with goodbyes, they're not actually saying goodbye. They're just accidentally saying goodbye. I will believe it when I see it, but I really think they need to announce it if they're gonna put out a DVD that has that on it. Anyway, sorry to take it back to psych. That's our prime time for the evening, for the week. Uh we watched a lot of other stuff, but didn't have much to say about it. What else? Reality. So I didn't watch much reality last week. I don't know if there was much on, or I just don't watch that much anymore. But uh, Top Chef. Oh, that is it. Nicholas, the guy who like sabotages his own show or his own team, not intentionally, of course, but um, enough that he had the worst dish, but he stayed because he had immunity, and that's the rules. Uh, I agree with Papan. He should have resigned. Oh, I have no... Like, what's the point of having immunity if you're expecting the person to fall on their knife and and quit? Like, give me a break. Because the other two made better food! But he, he, he... The problem with he did something way out there because he had immunity. He wouldn't have tried something different had he not had immunity. But yeah. if, if they really wanted to save those two, they could have just said no they elimination. They could have made it, oh, we're not sending anybody And next else. week we're going to do two. But yeah. that would have messed up their stupid after show with the Last Chance Kitchen that nobody can watch because they don't actually air it on TV. Right. Um, People watch but, it on Bravo, I guess. I just go to Wikipedia after Top Chef airs and I see who won. Because I, I have no interest in watching a web series. Like, yeah, you can sense. air 15-minute previews of Real Housewives or whoever, and you can't yeah. air, like, 15-minute Last Chance Kitchen. Yeah. But. I just hate the idea that they're going to come back for the finale. Like, I just really hate that idea. Because they're not competing against the other people that are, like, working their asses off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have these little challenges, but it's completely different than these huge meals on the pressure of everyone competing with everyone out there i've never been a fan of those like someone gets a chance to come back yeah 
Unless it's America's Next Top Model, because that I like. Um, because America's Next Top Model is just a shit show, and I love it. And, I mean, I don't really have much else to say. I don't remember much about what happened in the episode, except that I was mad about Nicholas. I don't dislike anybody, like, a lot. Um, Carlos, I, I wonder how he's still there. Yeah, I think he he's the next one I want. to know how to yeah. cook, but we'll see. I'm not rooting for anybody specifically. Do you have a favorite, or are you rooting for anybody yet? Uh, maybe Nick or Stephanie are the two that I would be rooting for, but she's already, she, she has to win last chance kitchen to come back. But what if I, do you not know what happened in last chance kitchen? Oh, I don't know. I don't, if you know, you can tell me. I I was going to say, are you like saying spoiler free? Because Lewis. No, no, I I don't, I don't even pay attention. I haven't. Yeah. Lewis, like Lewis has won for six weeks. Stephanie's out. Ah, okay. I know. So I guess Nick is your favorite. Um, yeah. I kind of like Shirley. Um, I liked Carrie, but then she was gone and got beat in Last Chance Kitchen. As long as it's not Carlos, I guess I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, same here. Um, so, yeah. So that is Top Chef. And then the Golden Globes, they were boring. I mean, if you just leave the comedy stuff, I thought Amy and Tina were great. I thought they were that... Great. Julia thought... Louis-Dreyfus with her TV and movie personality. That stuff was excellent. I love the Seth Meyers and Julie Bowen stuff, and I usually don't like Julie, Bo- Ju- Julie, Ju- Julie Bowen. I just think she's, like, over the top. But I thought that the two of them together were very funny. And I like that Seth got to give Andy his award. Um, I didn't like all the shade that Jessica Lange was clearly throwing at Elizabeth Moss when Jessica Lange didn't win the Golden Globe. Um, but Elizabeth Moss killed in Top of the Lake. She deserved it. Um, I liked that there seemed to be, like, a lot of surprises. And not necessarily surprise surprises. Like, there were shows that you kind of, like, I didn't expect Brooklyn Nine-Nine to win or Andy Samberg. <clears throat> but I also liked that nothing seemed to sweep. I mean, sure, American Hustle got three awards, but that's it. Like, they could have also gotten Bradley. They could have also gotten Christian Bale. Like, they could have gotten everything, but they didn't because it was really, like, kind of well spread out and I liked that because it made it like more oh what's going to happen I really don't know who's going to win this one yeah and I like that Amy Poehler finally got some kind of recognition for Parks oh, and Rec oh I actually was like yes like I was actually like really excited about it I, the the main thing I was upset about was Orphan Black uh, Tatiana yeah. not getting an award because no one will give her an award and it's the Golden Globe <laughs> Her best shot was these 90 voters of the yeah. Golden Globes to get it. I'll but. tell you what. Um, I was actually thinking, and not because I don't like Robin Wright. It's not anything like that. I just didn't love House of Cards. And so I was thinking, oh, any of these top five lead female actors in a drama, I would totally be okay with them winning, except Robin Wright, because I just didn't want Robin Wright to win. And, of course, Robin Wright won. So it's your fault. It's <laughs> my fault. <sighs> It's all my fault. Well, as usual, I watched the uh, opening. Well, would you call it a monologue when there's two of them? Uh, but uh, <laughs> opening dialogue. dialogue? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, anyways, watched the opening. Both the you know Tina and Amy were very funny. Their delivery of things that, as even in a similar style of joke to something that. Uh, would have been uh, delivered by the previous host, but it, it just lands so much like funnier and yeah. with a less like bite to it. I don't know, uh, sort of less harsh. I don't know what it is, but they're they're easily able to get away with uh, uh, some stuff that just I don't know. Maybe it's it's all in the delivery or something, but 
they were they were really good and uh I like Randy. I like Randy this, this Oh, song. Randy was great. <laughs> Randy was great. Um it was basically Amy Poehler as uh as Tina Fey's son. It was so good. Um I I don't know. It was just like nothing was really over the top or really I mean, what I do want to say, what the hell was going on with Jacqueline Bissett? <laughs> she was obviously on something. On everything. She was on everything that exists is what was happening. And that's probably why she couldn't stand up when she won. And then it took her 17 years to get to the stage. That's another thing. The way that that was set up, the tables were on top of each other. Nobody could get through them or around them or anything. Uh, and that's why it took forever to get up to the stage. Yet they still finished on time. They didn't run over, I don't think. I know, but I feel like they had to shorten some things. Like Ben Affleck said a sentence. And there was one duo, I think it was like Channing Tatum, who didn't have any jokes. They were just like, and here are the nominees. Boom, done. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I like Amy and Tina, so I will keep um, watch. I mean, I'll watch them next year. I always watch award shows, but... And who cares with the Golden Globes? Um, actually, whoever wins. I was glad Amy Poehler did, but does it mean anything? No. Yeah, the awards mean when you have ninety people voting, you've got to be kidding me. That would be like if we grabbed like eighty-seven other bloggers and said, "Hey, let's all pick someone we want to give an award to." But not it's only like, that, it's it's like a secret cabal. Like nobody really knows who those, yeah, like who those ninety people are. Like you couldn't, you couldn't go find them afterwards to interview them to say like, "So why did you? How did you vote? Or like, what did you?" Uh, uh, think about the you know the final results or whatever. It's a, it's definitely a, an interesting uh, thing that something this big, <laughs> uh, and and has done it for seventy one years now, uh, is, yeah. has such a weird sort of behind the scenes of how, of how things get uh, how things get nominated, what gets voted on, uh, you know who wins and and stuff. because sometimes it kind of has the feel that. Uh, like the bigger the name, uh, the more likely they are to get nominated because they want them to come right. <laughs> you know, to the show. They want to be able to put them on camera. Well, that was like another. They gave Woody Allen an award, and there's no he way he's coming. They should have just cut that off and put Amy and Tina back on yeah. stage yeah. For, for another ten. Minutes. Well, that was that was that was one of those where it was interesting that they actually did do that because. Woody Allen doesn't go to award shows. He doesn't yeah. do any award shows. It doesn't. It's not like he's just boycotting the Golden Globes. He doesn't do. He doesn't do you know uh, Oscars or anything. So yeah, uh, that's uh, that that was an interesting t- choice to to do because uh, you you were pretty you know you were like hundred percent sure that you weren't actually going to get him to show up. Uh, but but yeah, I watched the opening and then. Uh, you know, flipped the channel, started watching something else, because I could care less <laughs> really about, the, <laughs> yeah. uh, huh. uh, about most award shows and and uh, and this one, like well, like most award shows, I watched the opening monologue and then uh, turned the channel. So that's uh, the Golden Globes. That's our reality for the week. Last thing here, TV on DVD for Tuesday, January 21st. I picked Wings, season three and season four, because everybody should have Wings on their shelf. And not just from a Red Bull. (laughs) I hate Red Bull so much. Oh, it's so sugary and sweet. 
Uh, and anyway. I, and I picked The Return Season 1. Uh, this was actually my number two show out of the top ten of, of last year. Mm. I just really I just really enjoyed it. The whole look and feel of the show. Well, it's not... It's it's about people coming back to life, but it's not like a normal zombie show. Um, I like the the pace of the show. As the season plays out, you get p- bits and pieces of this mystery that's uh, that unfold, and you see like all how all these people in this little small town are all interconnected. And I just found it really creepy and and interesting at the same time. Hmm. I think it's definitely worth checking out before the A and E remake uh, comes later this year. Yeah, it's uh, uh, it's on my list of things I want to catch back up with uh, that I got behind before and it just wasn't able to catch up. But it definitely sounds uh, interesting. Kind of like mentioning motive earlier, I like anything that takes sort of a, a known quantity and then does some sort of interesting twist to uh, the genre. And so it, while it's sort of a zombie because people are coming back from the dead, uh, it's not, you know, they're not... Uh, Walking around br- aimlessly, you know, searching to, to eat people. Uh, Except in one case, but that's a minor detail. Yeah. <laughs> so that's our show. Um, next week, Jason will be joined by Sam Maggs from Geekosystem.com and Jenny Rodin from TVIsMyPacifier.com. You can find links to the news stories and DVDs we talked about, as well as where you can find Kyle online in the show notes. You can find Kyle online at TVTimes3.com. Um, at tvtimes3.com slash 209. Send your questions and emails to feedback at tvtimes3.com or leave a comment at the show notes. And Jason wanted to mention something. Yeah, I, back last weekend I was at a New Media Expo in uh, in Las Vegas, which is a blogger, podcaster uh, convention. And uh, while there, I uh, recorded a, a, a special episode of a, of a podcast uh, with uh, Daryl Darnell from uh, Golden Spiral Media. Hmm. And... Uh, we basically went over like our favorite shows of uh, of 2013, our favorite new shows from 2013, our uh, three biggest disappointments of from shows of 2013, and then uh, a little bit of a look ahead of uh, five or so shows that we were each looking forward to in 2014. And uh, uh, he he put it. We we recorded it there on the one of the things they do for podcasters is that they. They have a couple of things set up on the show floor where you can uh, get time to record an episode of your podcast or hmm. or a special episode. It works. It works well for some of the uh, the more sort of like you know tech oriented ones or stuff like that where they have uh, they they're able to bring people on as guests live and stuff like that. But uh, but we were able to record an episode uh, at the end of the day on Sunday and uh, and uh, he put it out in the. Uh, in the stream of, they do podcasts for, uh, they do the Revolution podcast and Almost Human podcast right now, among a couple others, and he put it out in as a special episode in their uh, in their feed, and we'll have a, I posted about it uh, previously, but uh, also put a link to it in the in the show notes. Cool, very cool. Our music today was provided by IODA PromoNet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their Mercurial title, put out by Yellow Dog Records. Also, I sang some Evita. And the Doug theme song. So, there you go. Um, I literally do have to eat because I have to go somewhere. And my dog is giving me a dirty look. So, it's time to leave. Although your dog was very good today. 
She was very good today. It's because we're not sitting downstairs. I moved my computer upstairs so she can't, like, see every car that drives by because she's not right in front of the window. So she's not completely on, like, edge by whatever's happening outside. But she's still mad that I'm not paying enough attention to her. So I got to go take care of HB. What up, lady? What are you doing over there? Yeah, that's all she does. She just stares at me like, come on. I'm like, God, calm down. Anyway. All right. Anyway, have a good night. Talk to you later. Yeah. Bye bye. We sit glued to the TV set all night. And every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of drinks.